Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by me, Rob Matthews Coaching. Today I wanted to do an episode all about you, the listener. Whether you're outside on a walk or you're just simply in your flat or at home lying on the couch. I want to make sure that you, listening to this right now, clearly can hear this message as this message is for you and only you. This episode is going to be all about responsibility and how you are responsible for yourself. Not only that you are responsible for yourself, but you are responsible for er every aspect of yourself. Whether it be your happiness, your mental health or physical health and everything in between these lines. It's all about you and your responsibility towards yourself. So why am I doing this podcast? This podcast has came from people reacting to my stories, applying for my coaching, or for those who are too scared to even apply to reach out, and it's a common theme that they always say in hindsight. And the common thing that they always say is that they wish they could do that or wish that they were as motivated as me or my clients. This podcast is going to be all about how you can become that person, how you can take that responsibility and be the person that you actually want to be rather than accepting this mediocrity that you've succumbed to, whether in your personal, physical, mental or social life. We all have things in our life that we'd like to take more responsibility for, that we'd like to get better at or that we'd like to improve or we know that we need to improve in. And yet we always... We always seem to never make these changes. There's always something holding us back. And we always, like we say, we always come back to these things of meshing other people when we see them doing well, going, I wish I could be like that. Like, tell me your little secret. And I think a quote that summarises this really well um, is one by Anthony Robbins. And he said that in order to make profound changes in your life, you need either inspiration or desperation. So I'll say that one more time. To make profound changes in your life, you need either inspiration or desperation. The point of this podcast is for you to gain this inspiration rather than having to get to a point of desperation. I can look back at even my own fitness journey and see that I was clearly waiting on a desperation cause to get me out of my cycle of the what I'd succumbed myself to, what I'd accepted in my life and just the place that I'd got to. And it was that desperation, as I've talked about in the past, of my mental health that led to me taking responsibility and going, I am the only person that can help myself here. Yes, you can have coaches. Yes, you can have, you know, the best support system. You can have everything. But at the end of the day, you have to do the work. It is up to you to take responsibility and help yourself. And it's something that I've talked a lot about on my Instagram stories, on my posts, on my page, and even just to my clients. For this example, say you wanted to work on your physical health. You really wanted to get, you know, another couple of inches on your biceps. You wanted to slim down for the summer. You wanted to look good on the beach. I could provide you with the best programming, the best nutritional guidance, the best support system for emotional and physical, everything, mental health, I could give you everything that you needed, step-by-step guides, but you have to be the one to put in the work. I cannot do everything for you as a coach. You have to have that responsibility of going, okay, I've got a plan, let me follow it. So where am I going with this? As you might have seen on my post uh, on my Instagram page just the other day, it was the one where I am posing on the beach with the caption of making yourself happy seems a large complex task yet making a happy person depressed is much simpler. I wanted to dive into this topic in a wee bit more detail and just prove to you 
how easy it is for us to start falling out of shape, not only physically but mentally too, how we can succumb and accept the person that we became and instead of being motivated to change, we get to this point of desperation and this is going to be showing you how to get inspiration and giving you that fucking moment of realization that light bulb moment to that while you're listening to this right now like i said wherever you are this is a message this is a sign for you to take action it is not going to be easy but it is what you need to do so i'll say i'll start again making yourself happy seems a large complex task yet making a happy person depressed is much simpler so what do i mean if you wanted to make someone miserable what would you do Let's say you had a friend, an enemy, someone, you know, they've done you wrong and you think, I want to get them back. What is the first thing that you are going to do to try and ruin their mental health? You probably start off by messing with their sleep and wake cycle. As I've talked about before, your circadian rhythm, what gets you up at the morning, what makes you tired in the evening is so important and so impactful on your journey that if you start, you know, messing people up waking them up at 2 3 4 5 a.m when they're usually you know getting that deep REM sleep suddenly their mood is going to start decreasing you then move on to ruining their nutrition feeding them poor quality processed foods that are covered in sugar obviously we know that sugar isn't bad necessarily but when consumed in large quantities with these processed foods low quality you know we've all ate too much of just horrible food and ended up being on the couch for the next 10 hours just with gut pain not wanting to do anything not wanting to exercise and saying that we just need a day on the couch you then probably make sure that they are also dehydrated just for that extra kick in the teeth so that they weren't able to process all that food in a quicker amount of time you'd make sure that they didn't get any sunlight exposure or go outside you know you'd get them in a dark room close the curtains forcing them to be bed bound all day encouraging them that extra episode of non-brain stimulating netflix series where they just get lost in that cycle in that dark room of not really knowing what's going on losing track of time and just being in that dark hole of an atmosphere like I said, you make sure that they didn't exercise so that no dopamine, serotonin or any feel-good chemicals were released in that post-pump extravaganza. As we all know, when you get out of a gym, maybe it's an arm session and you just feel on top of the world. They get none of them endorphins or any good chemicals. Then you get them to start spending more and more time on their phone scrolling through anxiety-inducing social media feeds and eliciting them to compare themselves to others. All throughout this, ensuring that they held a job which made them feel undervalued, uncreative and just downright awful. Now, you've probably got the point by now. We can make ourselves feel pretty fucking depressed if we want to. But the point of this post is to also make you realise that we can give ourselves more satisfaction and contentness simply by ticking these boxes. Mental health is something we all have, yet something we all probably underprioritize. Stop blaming others. You aren't a victim, you simply have a choice. To start today or to complain later. This isn't a sales pitch, I'll save that for another day. Once you start making yourself a priority, ensuring you are becoming the best version of yourself, you suddenly see the world a little less darker. It doesn't get easier, but you get more equipped to manage the challenge. 
You start to look forward to the challenge knowing there's going to be lows and highs along the way. But yet, if you can just tap into this mindset of getting 1% better every day, you'll be able to look back and go, I made that choice. It wasn't your partner, it wasn't your friend, it wasn't your family, you made that choice. The post ends by saying, remember to speak up, remember to check in on your mates, but most importantly, to remember to check in with yourself. So why have I ended with that statement? Most importantly, remember to check in with yourself. It's all great, and I advertise it a lot to check in on your mates, but you can only reply to your mates if you actually know how you feel. We all have answered, yeah, I'm fine, don't worry about it. I'm just going to push through. These next couple of weeks are quite tough, but after that, I'll take a break. We never do. We never stop and realise how we are feeling. And this is how we then accept what our life has came to. We then accept that, oh shit, I haven't been to the gym in weeks. Oh shit, I haven't actually ate a proper meal that makes me feel good, that is nutritious, that is going to give me that extra bit of energy in a week. We haven't done this and suddenly the takeaways start coming in. Suddenly everything just starts getting less and less of a priority. So we get to this point where we are at desperation. I'll read the quote again. To make profound changes in your life, you neither eat, neither To make profound changes in your life, you need either inspiration or desperation. This is to the point where we get to desperation. I've seen it so many times with clients. They come to me and they go, I just, they need the support, not because they have no idea what to do, but they need someone to force them to do it. And yes, by having a coach, by having that accountability, it gives them that structure to go, okay, I've got... I've got him messaging me every Friday, checking in, asking for this, asking me how my week's gone. I need to show up to him. But you need to show up for yourself first. It's all good that you reply to your coach, whether that is me or someone else you've hired on the Friday, getting your weekly check-in, sending in your videos. But the first thing that you need to do is do the work as well. To make profound changes in your life, you need either inspiration or desperation. So, as I've basically just stated, you're getting to the point of desperation by what you've accepted and succumbed to in this part of your life where you just start, like we said, dragging down all these little 1%. But, as the post states, we do have a choice. As you can see by the list that I just read out, they are simple steps that you can start introducing to start getting to the person that you want to be. Just start off by sleeping better. Get eight hours of sleep. You, I cannot emphasize enough how much your sleep will affect your life, how much energy you have for the day, how much mental clarity you have to give to a task. Just everything is surrounded around your sleep. It is the forgotten pill that we all magically need. Those that say that they can live off four, five, six hours, they are lying. You need seven to nine hours. It has been clinically proven and you need to start prioritising your sleep. Then move on to your nutrition. Ensure that you have a nice balanced approach. Yes, you can still have some of them poor quality processed foods that are covered in sugar, but try for 80% of the time to be getting whole nutritious foods which keep you energised. Then move on to your water levels. If you are just only having like a pint of water a day 
say in the morning and then you just forget about it the rest of the time you don't have any other water start by just trying to get another cup in while you're having lunch from there start building it up you don't need to do everything in one big step but you need to build into the right direction you need to get one percent better that is all you need to aim for is one thing every single day that you can slightly improve on that you can get one percent better at sunlight exposure go outside i did a post on this the other day as well. If you want to also improve your sleep, start going out first thing in the morning within half an hour of waking up, get outside, get some vitamin D in you because it will reset your circadian rhythm to allow your brain to go, okay, I'm up, I'm awake. And then four in the evening, it will go, I've been up for quite a long while now, let's start unwinding. It will help massively without even going into any of the other benefits of sunlight Bedbound Netflix, it goes without saying, we all love a Netflix episode, but if you are one person that is finding themselves just succumbing all day, lying on the couch, make a rule that you won't watch it till 8pm when you've done your task for the day, then you can watch two hours before you go to bed. You will still get your fix of Netflix, it just doesn't need to be that long. You need to have that discipline to set a rule of, okay, once I do this, then I can do that. Whether that is, once I've done my task for the day, then I can watch Netflix. Once it gets to 8pm, then I can watch Netflix. And then have your set rule after that is that I can only watch Netflix till 10pm. That you have a cut off point. The same that you would with alcohol. Start implementing that to other habits in your life. Exercise. I, what can I say? The, the chemicals, dopamine, serotonin... We all know that you never regret a workout. There's going to be some workouts that don't go to plan, that just aren't given as great amount of chemicals, but there are still chemicals being produced. And we know how good them great sessions feel. When you get a PB, when you just feel in the mojo, you lose track of time, the music's playing in the gym, it's banging, you're up for it. Maybe you've had a bit of pre-workout as well. You've got some good people around you. You're all working on yourself and you get that hit halfway through your session where you just go, this is the environment I want to be part of. You're surrounded by people that want to be the same as you, that want to be better, that want to be 1% better every single day. Social media. Scrolling through your phone, comparing yourself to others. Now I can go on and on about the comparing yourself to others part, but I've done posts on that in the past. Like I said, with the works of Jordan Peterson, what I've learned from that, so I will leave that for another day. But what I will say it is the exact same as we said with Netflix, start setting rules. We all know that if we turn our phone off for two hours, whether it be uni work or job or whatever we want to do, read a book, we are suddenly 10 times more productive when we don't have that distraction. And I'm not saying turn your phone off for two hours a day. Start by just maybe reducing your notifications, turn it off for text, only keep it on for calls so that people can still reach in if they need you. Start by implementing these little 1% and they will get you to the place that you need to be. Now the big one, your job. Like I said in the post, that they have a job that feel undervalued and uncreative and just downright plays their mental health in a horrible cycle. Now it seems hard and one that I'm going to be hit with, I'm sure responsive of, oh if it was that easy everyone would do it. Well the thing is it is that easy. You can change your job, you can apply for other jobs and you can seek to do a job that suits your passion or what you'd like to do. 
yes, you may earn, earn less money or you may earn more. That is completely dependent on the job. But you have to think of the cost of reward. Is it really worth doing a job that you hate, that you feel undervalued and uncreative in, rather uh, just for the sake of a paycheck? Or is it better to rather have a job where you feel valued, you are able to be creative, you are able to show your personality, you are able to be yourself and you look forward to turning up, just turn a little bit less money. Yes, you may have to make sacrifices due to earning that less money, but as I say, is the cost to reward worth the point? So you've got the point. To make profound changes in your life, you need either inspiration or desperation. So most people, you might be listening to this and you go, okay, this is my sign. I'm going to sign up to Rob's coaching. I'm going to improve my life and I'm going to make this mental progress in six weeks. Here's the thing. I also did a post on this where I said I've lost a lot of potential clients because of this. I don't do shortcuts. I'm not the guy if you want that get glutes in four days. I'm not the guy if you want summer shreds in two weeks either. I only work and coach with those who are genuine about training and serious about changing their life. And what do I mean by that? Those who are genuine tend to find it easier understanding that things worth having take time and that things that come quick can be lost even quicker. Like I said, in today's society, we've been instilled to need things right now, thus making it harder for me as a coach to reprogram a lot of individuals to realise that success doesn't come overnight. This is why I sometimes refrain from giving timescale wins to clients' results. I believe this brings a false sense of what individuals can expect. Could I get you in the best shape of your life in only six weeks? Yes, but what most coaches wouldn't tell you is the reason for that success is because as an individual, you are already pretty well-trained individual who just let themselves go for only a few months. The truth is most of you will have an idea in your head of what you'd want to look like, perform like and feel like. So how do we get there? We fall in love with the process. We adopt a mindset of it'll take as long as I need to take to get there. This is what I've done, whether it be with my mental health, which has then led into this physical transformation as well. This is what most of my successful clients have done. And this is why this isn't what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear. Anyone can get lean in six weeks. But the point of this message, the point of this podcast, like I said, it is for you and it is for you to understand that I coach and educate you to not only get lean in six weeks, but how to stay lean for the next six years. We implement strategies, we implement that inspiration to ensure that you can be dedicated for the next six years, more than six years for the rest of your life to be coached in a non-bullshit educational format where you can finally learn how to not only get but keep the body that you want and that's not just the physical body that is your mental body as well how you want to feel how you want to look in the mirror how you want to be perceived by others covering everything from your sleep all the way to how you get back to that bed in the evening a good quote to summarize this as well as you can see i love my quotes is that you've got to wake up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. I'll read that one more time. You've got to wake up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. So what do I mean by that? Like I said, I coach you and educate you to not only get lean in six weeks, but how to stay lean for the next six years. 
This isn't going to be an easy process. Habits take time to readopt and relearn. We've all probably had a stage in our life where we felt on top of things, where we were the best versions of ourselves, and yet we're no longer that person. We can get back to that best person that you believe you were, but not only get back there, we can make you better. We can get you creating better habits for not only yourself, but this is where you can start helping others. Because by being the best version of yourself, suddenly you bring up those around you. That your relationships with your friends, with your family or with your partner start getting better. You start making more effort. You start taking responsibility to put time into those things, time into those relationships, time into your partner. And it's these little 1% day by day that we work on, whether it's just simply getting you to step foot in the gym or getting you to just start tracking one meal a day, to start tracking your calorie intake, to start doing all these little things, to do your first set of bench press, to do your first set of squats. All these 1% start taking action towards the person you want to be. Like I said, I can't give you a time frame but I can let you know that you will become the best version of you. So that is the point of this podcast. To you, the listener, to give you the inspiration before the desperation comes. That you need to take charge, you need to take responsibility, and it is only you that can take that responsibility and can take that charge. Only you can change you, not your partner, not your friends, it is only you. People can help you get there along the way. I will happily help you. I will happily coach you if you are willing to learn, if you are willing to want to help yourself. If this message is related to you, has hit you in that place where it's making you question yourself, give me a message. Share this to your story. Let me know what you are struggling with right now. Let me know the person that you see in six years' time. Let me know the person that you want to see in six years' time. What is the difference? We can get you there. And we will do it as a team. It won't be as me telling you what to do. It will be us working together to create that best version of you. Hopefully this has been helpful. Hopefully it has given you a wake-up call. Like I said, share it to your Instagram stories. Message me. Apply using the inquiry form in my bio. You know all this stuff by now. I'm not going to sell you my coaching. But if this is giving you a wake-up call, take action and take action now. The best time to start was yesterday, but the second best time is now. And the only option you have is now. If you wait till tomorrow, if you wait till next week, suddenly this list will carry on. And the month will go past and the years will go past and suddenly you are five years down the line still wishing that you took that jump. It's hard. It's daunting. No one wants to do it, but someone has to do it. So why not you? I'll leave you with that thought. Someone has to do it. So why not you?